This is Terry Underwood from Shakespeare's Monkey on Substack.com. It's June 4th, 2022. I will read an original poem titled Benjamin and George in the Afterlife Discuss Original Intent and the Electoral College. Uh, this is a 12-part dramatic monologue. It is a bit lengthy, but uh, timely. The... Uh, the January 6th committee begins its uh, presentation in two days. The first, oh, by the way, this is in the public domain. Section one, receptivity. Ben, is it Ben? I feared the good Lord sentenced you to eternal fire for stealing his electricity. How have we missed each other these past few centuries? How have you been, Ben? Eh? How is your receptivity? Cat got your tongue? 2. 1775 Arm in arm, you and I, 1775 and beyond, you set the path. From printer's devil in Philadelphia to the Lord's mouthpiece in London, we could never have birthed America without you. Ambassador to England living in London from the Assembly of Pennsylvania, then joined New Jersey, Georgia, and others. Also a fellow of the Royal Society, a scientist for scientists. Until 1775, you catted up milk from the crown in London. Then, boom, you showed your mettle, Benjamin style, a fine kettle of fish you were stewing in then, Ben. Your British swift denunciation, your justice denied, face unsaved, your quick scuttling over the ocean to the colonies, escaped crab, a royal warrant out for your arrest. Arrival just in time for 1776. Oh, poor comrade. You sacrificed so much for your country. Three. You pen. Oh, yes, my friend. You founded you pen. You go, Ben. How many white men does it take to screw in a university? James Wilson. How could I forget him? He graduated from your law school. Was it he? Did he write the first full draft of the U.S. Constitution? The second distillation. He did. The draft that passed from the Committee of Detail to the Committee of Style. I recall it all. He was the chap who calculated the math that balanced House representation between colonies free and colonies slave in a three-fifths clause. Some abysmal equation in a dark compromise. List them all, the graduates. You want me to list them all? Let us compromise. You pen honor roll, part four. Your you pen honor roll, three Supreme Court justices, 32 senators, 163 representatives, 46 state governors, eight signers of the Declaration, seven signers of the Constitution. 24 members of the Continental Congress, two presidents of the United States, and a partridge in a pear tree. Five, guilt. Do you ever regret it, Ben? What we did at the convention in 1787? Regret may not square the circle. Guilt, culpability. We didn't build it right beyond a reasonable doubt. How many amendments now? We forgot to define a citizen. We ignored over half of the population. 
We forgot about authorizing a way to dismiss a president who's clearly convincingly out of touch with reality. We aided and abetted the slave power. Haven't lost your temper and death, you rascal. Haven't changed your tune either. Nobody blames you. Six, constitutional law. Yeah, your professor James Wilson. He not only wrote the soon-to-become penultimate draft, but also taught the first university course in constitutional law. I was there. I took the course. Let's toast. Let's quaff ambrosia to honor James and the Committee of Detail. Just one small sip, Ben. All things in moderation. And they call me the father of this country. I was the father's shield. James Wilson was the drafting hand plowing the constitutional field under the direction of, well, Benjamin Franklin, for one. Seven, rights whisperer, James. James Wilson bottling the wicked genie, riding this howling tiger through jungles of fearful symmetry, swords drawn against Leviathan. James Wilson's pen connected to his ears and tongue in the screaming and the bleeding was mightier than the heart of darkness that threatened to bleed the convention of its red blood. James Wilson's alchemy-refined greed, selfishness, hard-heartedness, lizard eyes, snake's tongues, into a metaphysical skyscraper to house a miracle's America's federal government forever. Eight, regrets. Let's not speak of guilt, then. There's enough to go around. Regrets I have, surely I do, coins in the devil's purse. From Valley Forge to the White House, I served my country faithfully. Of that you can be sure. I risked my life, my home, everything. I laid it all on the line. I did not want, I did not ask for the presidency, but I could not, in good conscience, refuse it. I was pure, but in my own house, my own world, I was fully impure. Nine, constitutional animals, Hundreds of black slaves, I took them, I took from them their lives, I owned them outright. I knew it was wrong, I felt it vile and treacherous, but I couldn't defile the plantation, the reputation, the responsibility, the cost of being respected. Hercules, my loyal slave, cooked for me, created for me, entertained me, talked of life's subtleties with me. He came with me to this first presidency, unfit as I now know I was, to serve my slave, my animal, suffering in the Philadelphia White House, preparing my meals. He waited for my gift of emancipation. I promised a gift I promised him, a gift I stole from him. He waited until he could wait no more. Then he slipped away to freedom from this awful president. 10. Betrayal of History Forgive yourself too, Ben. You could not have predicted the endurance of this recalcitrant original intent tribe. It's they who betray history. Intent, all right, intent. 
on freezing the vision of our nation to a vision in 1787. When we part right, part wrong, imperfect in word and deed, we agreed to the best we could do. We intended to start, not finish, a perfectly serviceable union for the period. We framed the original writing process with two principles. One, the Constitution will be deliberately written to change, be changed, perfect itself in the hurly-burly of time. Deliberate, essential principles only. No details to stop time in its tracks. Two, the Constitution will be intentionally written to manufacture a linguistic structure of eternal ideas. Not a diamond ring. Not a finished dwelling. Permanence in spirit. But not limb and twig. To house Simple words and propositions, freedom of speech, freedom of the press. To distill but not enshrine the unusual thimbleful of wisdom produced in that place. To supplement enlightened thinking of the ages. Eleven. Sorrow. Oh, Ben, you weep. Dry your tears. That you are here means you've been forgiven. You knew not what you did. How could you? I could do it again. I would do it differently. But do what I would. What would I change? I would not compromise with Satan on Connecticut. Twelve. The world in their hands. Where will you go? What will you do? What is your original intent? Ben, you can't wander around eternity or eternity aimlessly. Isn't that a version of hell? It's in their hands. They have their hands as we had ours, hands to fix the heart of the land. Eternity shall continue on seamlessly with no hands.